So this is kind of our first go, really, at the at the Dad Pod. We had some introductions, so we're going to kind of flow with what we think will be some good topics to start off with. Um, you know, that's why I want everybody to tune into the Dad Pod hashtag We Too. We're going to start off this week with three topics. We're talk about sports heroes. We talk about '80s music, especially metal. I know Kevin's a big metalhead, but I really am a metalhead. And then we're going to finish with a product that uh, we tried out. That um, we're going to be able to kind of talk about. That's going to affect dads, people our age, and stuff. So, um, Kevin, okay, let's just start the dialogue. We'll start off with sports heroes, right? I mean, you know, we can start off with the conversation '80s. I mean, you can't go without Michael Jordan. You got to start, right? finish, end there. I mean, that's you got to go. But let's talk about some stuff that's not. The typical, right? Everybody's going to talk about one of my biggest 80s sports. I'm a Giants fan, New York Giants fan. One of my top guys, Mark Bavaro. Do you remember Mark Bavaro? Oh, I remember. He killed remember? my Broncos. I mean, that guy, you talk about just showing up to work, lunch pail, never had much to say. You know, I remember that catch in 86 against the 49ers when I think 37 of the players jumped on his back and he just kept going through them like a like an animation, like a cartoon character. Mm -hmm. um, but Mark Bavaro has got to be one of the guys, you know, if I could have a sit-down conversation, I think Mark Bavaro of the New York Giants would be someone to have that conversation with. Which is interesting, right? Because is there a spot for Mark Bavaro in the game today, the way tight ends play? That's a great, great question. I would say yes, because I would say at the end of the day, you still got to have someone who can block, still got to have someone who can situationally catch. I think this whole flexing the, the the tight end like they're doing now and really just getting these giant, tall basketball guys who can run, uh, I think you're seeing teams that are making – I mean, look, the Cowboys, you know, they've done it with – uh, what's his name, Wooten or whatever his name was, with you still got to have a guy that can go down 7, 8, 10 yards, catch the ball every time, but has enough lead in his pencil that when he locks on with a defensive end or a rush end, he can seal that corner and let the running back outside or protect the quarterback and still be a dump guy. So I think there would be a, a deal for a Mark Bavaro today in the NFL. I, I do. I think, I think he'd probably be more recognized today than he was back in the 80s. Well, that's true. Teams have changed the way they look at their tight ends. I, I would Maybe think, more than the tight ends have changed. I, I, I would agree. Well, who who do you think, Kev? I mean, when it comes what, to tight ends, this is no, a just in general, later, just an obscure. You don't have to be. Obscure. You can pick any sport you want. I mean, I'm well, football, so I went with Mark Bavaro, New York Giants. Yeah. You know, it's someone that I'd love to talk to. Someone I'd love to. You know, I just remember the way he came to work every day. Who's your guy? Who's your Mark Bavaro? Uh, my Mark Bavaro is probably, and it's Homerism at its finest. But John Elway. I grew up in he's LA. not Mark Bavaro. He's not. Kevin. I mean, if you want to talk about like, Mark Bavaro, that's like Michael Jordan. That's okay. like saying, "Well, look, my obscure fan, my obscure guy is Michael Jordan in basketball." Yeah. I mean, come on. I know. Um, it could be baseball. It could be soccer. Yeah. In your case, it could be okay, was here, pickleball here around. I'm when going, you were that I'm going that age? to golf. All right. I'm going to golf. My dad's a big golfer. Grew up around golf, uh, and um, uh, um, I can't think of his name now. Payne Stewart. You remember Payne oh, yeah. Stewart? Died in the plane. Died in the, died in the plane, the plane crash. Pressurizing issue. It's one of those moments in the spirit of this podcast, these dad moments. Yeah. I was working in Springfield, Missouri at the time, which is where Payne was from. And that plane, yes, everybody in it apparently died, and it was a pilotless plane, right? Just a horrific thing. And they didn't know where it was going to crash, what was going to be over. But I remember in the middle of being in news gathering mode, I got, a, I got an email from my dad, and all it said was, sweetest swing I've ever seen. 
and that always sticks with me. Plus, he had that fashion sense, right? He wore the oh yeah, he always wore the knickers, and he yeah. had the hat, and the and the yeah. So you know what we want to do is we want to get feedback from everybody. Like I'd like to keep going with this, Kevin, get some input from folks. Who are some of their? You know, I'll call them their Mark Bavaros, right? right. Who's their guy that you remember? that means something to you, that when you start talking about him, most people don't know about him at first, but once you start talking about him, showing a few clips of Mark Bavaro as a tight end, showing him run over the 49 or showing him beat the Broncos, things like that, people are going to be like, I do remember that guy. So I think, you know, that's the kind of stuff we want to do on the dad pod is talk about some of those things, not so much get wrapped up in the, you know, comparing the who's the greatest today. Cause we all know those guys today can't hold a candle to the guys that played when we were younger. That's just the way it is. I mean, right. I mean, Michael Jordan's the goat. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's nobody, everybody's arguing about second and third place. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'd and, love to hear from folks who their Mark Bavaro is. Yeah. Their Payne Stewart. Yeah. And from all walks of life of sports. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Let's uh, talk on the second. The second topic we're going to talk, start talking about is '80s music. Now, I know you're probably too young to remember too much '80s music, right, Kev? You're, oh no, no. You're uh, so. What What were your go tos in the '80s? I have always been a weird musical creature. I run I run the gamut of things. So I think here's my question for you: If this is some crossover, because I know you're heavy metal all the way, I definitely had a period of prog rock and Rush and Yes and those sort of groups, but um, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, those guys do anything for oh, you? Oh, yeah, no, great guitar players. I actually met Steve Vai once when I was in high school. Crazy story, staying in Dallas for high school mock trial, and we were waiting to, we heard that they he was touring with David Lee Roth. He was playing with David Lee Roth at the time, and uh, we went out front. The guy the guy who was the park the cars told us that, uh, you know, oh, yeah, they're staying. You know, they're staying in the hotel. And so we went out, sat on the side. Actually, a bus pulled up, and out got got the good, the bassist Bobby Dahl from Poison, who's about five foot two with long hair. Got out with these girls out of the bus, put them in a cab. They left. He said hello to everybody real quick. There was like ten people over there. So we sat there. The bus took off. We were like, I guess nobody's coming. We walked downstairs. This friend of mine, my my good buddy's sister, actually, we walked downstairs to go back in the hotel because it was easier to go through the dr the parking lot mm -hmm. than it, the parking garage than it was to go back around the front. So we walked in. It's that da hotel in Dallas had the glass ball. I think it was the oh, Hyatt, yeah. Yeah. and you know the Mavericks played not too far from there at the time. It was mm -hmm. downtown Dallas, and um, as a matter of fact, the facility where they had the concert was right across the street, the concert venue, and so um, we go walking in there. Nothing's there. All of a sudden. Uh, as we're coming down, this van pulls in, and we've walked past, and I see the guy roll the window down the van. He puts a card up, and the arm kind of starts kicking like this, kicking like this. So I turned around, walked back, lifted the arm up. The van drove in, made a big circle. The whole parking garage was empty, made a big circle. We got, you know, we paid no attention. It was just, a, just an old, not an old, it was just a, an industrial van. It wasn't anything that you'd say, oh, somebody famous is in there. And the van pulls up as where you walked in from the door, sliding glass doors. As soon as you walked in, there was escalators that took you up to the hotel lobby. We weren't 10 steps up going up in the escalator. And the door opens up, and it's the band for David Lee Roth, Steve Vai, the drum player. All of those guys, they all come there, hey, man, thanks. for Steve Vai is like 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, yeah. giant dude. He's huge. High-fived us, said thanks. They all went up. The drummer for, for David Lee Roth's band, Bought us a Coke down at the little bar down there. We never saw David Lee Roth, but got to see Steve I. So Kevin Bacon, six degrees of separation. Absolutely. Kevin, 
Kevin's hands. Look at the guy that works here. <laughs> right? I think we should change it from Kevin Bacon to just Kevin in general. There you go. There are way too many Kevins out there. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, I uh, had a stint with just about everything. I can't even remember the name of the band, but, you know, in that Depeche Mode, that had a moment. Um, there was a band that I don't ever think got very big. You ever heard of Ned's Atomic Dustbin? Dustbin? No. Yeah. Sort of that 80s cross between punk and um, electric. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to a lot of that, no. Kev. Now, I listened, so I listened to two types of music, yeah. right? I listened to whatever the radio had on, because I lived in this tiny little town, Cloudcroft, New Mexico, actually lived down by Mayhill, and so we had to get our radio from Roswell and other places, not a lot of choices. It's before satellite, no cable, any of that stuff. So we listened to what was ever on, always listen to Casey Kasem's oh. Top 40 Countdown, right? Um, and then, um, but I was into metal music. So I listened to In Excess. You know, I've listened to I've listened to the Cure. I listen to all of that stuff. Don't dislike it, um, but I was I mean I was into Iron Maiden. I was into Wasp. I was into Motley Crue, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, right? ACDC. Yeah, it's not the eighties without the hair band. That's that's the stuff, and that's the million dollar question, right? I mean, at what point do we go from heavy metal to really hair glam rock? I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of my buddies, if you mentioned Poison as heavy metal, would punch you right in the face. They'd be like, "That's not heavy metal. That's glam rock." Right. Right, that's not, that's not Motorhead, Ozzy. If you have a big hit ballad, you're not. You're not metal. You're not metal. It's hard right? to be, but I mean, you know, Ozzy's, Ozzy's got, got Ozzy's got, got plenty of. But that you was know, later. I mean, those are '80s. I mean, yeah. you know, he he's but Iron Maiden, um, Judas Priest. I mean, I remember you know years later in life finding out that Rob Halford is gay. I mean, you know, I mean, just a. No one, growing up in the 80s, you didn't know of a gay metal singer, right. you know. Um, so, I mean, you know, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, ACDC. I mean, just you know, Ted Nugent, you know, I mean, listening to the Nuge, some of his 70s stuff back then. Twisted Sister, um, you know, Metallica made their debut, Scorpions. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I was listening to, along with Prince, right? Right. I mean, you can't have grown up in the 80s and not listen to Prince. Michael Jackson, is that in there? Yeah, well, obviously he's on Casey Kasem Top Forty. I mean, you can't. Yeah. I'm bad. You know, you can't have any of any thriller. You can't have any of that stuff without. You know, I mean, those guys dominate. You know, it's been interesting on um, Instagram. I think it is. I get these reels. Yeah. That I look at, and it it says uh, top hits, number one hits in 1988. One second at a time, based on how long they were on the charts. So some songs, like it's blink one second. Other songs, it's you know they'd spent four weeks consecutively, so you get four seconds of the song. But it's pretty interesting to realize how much Michael Jackson in the '80s was. Uh, Michael been. Jackson, George Michael, yep. Madonna oh, yeah. were kind of, and then of course you know you, you can't forget Millie Vanilli. Oh no! I mean, I'm, sh I'm shocked at how many times Millie Vanilli is in that number one. Hits in this year in the eighties, and then you realize that yeah. it was all a fraud. All a fraud. So speaking of frauds or fraudulent, I have a question for you on the heavy metal glam band. I remember back in like ninety eight, I went to go see uh, living up in the four corners of New Mexico, Loverboy. Okay, was opening for Cheap Trick. Uh, I think we can say both of those are probably glam bands, right? 
See, I don't... Loverboy, for sure. I don't know. I mean, I consider those rock bands. Okay, well... But I consider that more like the 70s. Still rolled out in the spandex, though. This yes. is my question. Like, what point do you get in it? Let the spandex go. Well, some of them are still touring in the spandex today. They are. I mean, I've seen some of them in recent... Now, I will say this. Most of them that are touring today sound much better than they ever sounded before because they're clean, sober, they're not on drugs, they're in the best shape health-wise. When, you know, we went to see them in 85 or 87, they were blasted out of their mind on a five-day bender and uh, trying to get up and sing. And now, you know, they're traveling with yoga experts, taking healthy drinks and eating healthy and doing all kinds of Pilates and everything else to stay ready. Their voice, vocal coaches, they sound great. But I consider Cheap Trick, I consider Loverboy, ZZ Top. I consider those guys, so I consider there's rock, mm-hmm. I consider there's glam rock, and I consider there's heavy metal from the 80s. Yeah, we used to have a lot more categories, right? That's something that's happened. Yeah, now we just have crap. <laughs> now, now it just seems to be a lot we of have crap. music that is geared towards social media, right? Uh, little licks, little things that are just designed right. to fit into those short reels and TikTok videos. It's not even whole songs anymore. Yeah, so I mean, you know, want to hear from you guys as well on what music. These are, you know, this is just our first run of topics, sports, um, you know, but we want to talk about this. Our goal, Kevin, I, I know we keep coming back to it. Our goal is to talk about dads, right? Talk about things that dads want to talk about. Um, you know, hopefully as time goes on, we'll get more guidance from the people that are listening from the fans that are out there saying hey listen i want to talk about this i want to hear from this person i want more i want to see you guys interview these people what is it you want to hear want to see so we can get working on trying to get that stuff uh trying to get those people to you right uh, and and getting interaction moving towards a point where they can even hop in a zoom meeting and let us know as we go yep so that we could get questions from people as we're going along and and what we like to do is as time goes on we get the knowledge of knowing that we're going to have somebody sitting here or somebody coming in through uh, a zoom type meeting with that we're going to have a conversation with we want to be able to give the fans an opportunity to talk to these people right we want to be able to get link people up so that they can say hey listen you know you want to talk to somebody we got this person here now's the time and you know we'll donate it you know we'll we'll put an hour to that if that's what the show wants to be about we want this to be a place for dads about dads things that dads care about um, you know, that's why you're going to see when we go to our products here in a few minutes. We're going to talk about things that, that I find attract, you know, that I find help me as a dad, things that bring me, um, you know, as, as the dad bod, kind of the dad pod, right, as we're mm-hmm. changing in the things that we, we need and want. Uh, we want to make this stuff available. We're looking to reach the average everyday dad. We're not looking to reach the supermodel. We're not looking to reach, you know, the multimillionaire guy that's got everything figured out. We're looking to reach the everyday get dad, kind of like you and I, Kevin, that gets in the car after work and is like, I listen to a podcast and I'm like, they kind of get something that's affecting me. I kind of want to, I want us to reach deeper than that. And that's why we call this the dad pod. And that's why we have the hashtag, hashtag we too, right? Because there's all these movements out there nowadays. You know, there's, name it, there's a movement. But we haven't seen a movement for dads. I mean, what about the dad who's going to work every day, trying to make ends meet, be a good father, good husband, good member of society? That's who we're trying to reach out to. We're not preaching to them. We're not, you know, telling you that you got to have this religious belief or that religious belief. We just want to have a conversation like we expect to have sitting around, having a beer or a Coke or smoking a cigar Kind of like the conversations we had that happened at the Havana House Cigar Shop here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. You know, when you walk in there, there's no telling who you're going to see. And, you know, you're going to have people in there defending Republicans, defending Democrats, talking about the whole system's corrupt. 
we kind of want it and it's comfortable, right? Nobody has to worry about being accused of not being, you know, uh, going along with the mob. Right. Makes right. sense? It does. It does. And again, we're going to have lots of avenues for people to join us on that journey. So we want to get you an idea of what we're talking about now, what it's going to feel like, and we'll just keep evolving from there. But uh, let's jump into the the products. So you got some pants you want I do. to talk about. So I bought these pants, Kevin, they're called Terran, uh, T-E-R-E-N, okay. Terran pants. And they are, they really have two pairs of pants. They've got the daily driver pants and the lightweight travel pants. And what I found, uh, you know, I know most people, the impression watching this that I'm, you know, I'm probably 6'4", 195, svelte swimmer. Uh, I'm 5'9 and a half, 215 to 220 pounds, depending on what time of the day it is. Um, and when I was younger, I was 5'9 and a half, 135 pounds. So I ballooned up during COVID as high as 270. And, you know, that was just a train wreck. And so I've been conscious about trying to lose weight, trying to do more. Uh, to get a little healthier, and during that time, trying to find the right clothing, right? Um, finding pants that fit my waist at the time. I mean, I got up as high as a 44. You know, I mean, they were literally, it was like putting a trash bag over you, right? You're pulling them up, they're baggy. My wife telling me she wanted some more, you know, kind of closer fit stuff. Now I'm wearing a 38 in the waist, so I could finally buy some what I guess people would call some skinny jeans. Mm -hmm. But finding some pants that fit in the butt, fit in the crotch area, area, and still fit around your waist without cutting everything off. I'm not interested in looking like, you know, a rocker on stage with, you know, the, the potato in the wrong place. I'm looking to, for comfort. Uh, I found these pants. Uh, Terran is their name. Their website is, uh, you can go to terrandesigns.com. And uh, I'm going to tell you a couple of things about these pants. So I bought them. They're pretty interesting. They're made for travel. They've got all kinds of, you know, they're supposed to dry faster. They're supposed to not stain, which they do. I bought them, and I took them on a trip just to California and back. Um, unbelievably comfortable. Neat thing is it has a drawstring to tie inside, and then it's magnets that latch it on the front. You have two magnets. It's not a button, not a buckle, not a hook. It's just two magnets. So they fit really well. I mean, they fit top to bottom, everything. Great pockets. I think they got some pockets that have got that RUI or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You can put your wallet in there and no one can steal your identity. Right. They're made for traveling, so the pockets zip. No cargo pants. They're not cargo pants. They look like regular dress pants. What they, kind of material? Uh, it's some, you know, I'll look here. It's some sort of mesh type. You know, it's almost like um, a weave, right? It's yeah. a, I'm looking does on their like website. Chinos or does it feel more like that? Uh, no, it, it feels more like, uh, like the old Columbia pants you used yeah. to get that you could unzip and mm -hmm. they'd have, you know, they'd be shorts right. and they'd be, so it kind of feels like that. doesn't look like that. They uh -huh. look, they come in different colors. Um, it's, it's, their material is extremely flexible and soft. Now the downside, didn't read everything about them, wore them, washed them, and, um, you can't wash them. You gotta hand wash them. You know why? Magnets. Sticks to the, they rip the magnets out of the pants. I mean, it wore them one time. Completely, literally, the magnets stuck to the deal. Washing machine spun, magnet came out, pants ripped. Now, having said that, contacted them, sent them back the broken pants. It, the whole process couldn't have taken five days, had a new set of pants in my hand. Wow. 
no no complaints, no anger issues, nothing you could see that would really, you know, that really drove them crazy. They're they're called Terran, T E R E N, and uh, if you go to their website, uh, this is these are just this is not you know we're not endorsed by these guys. Right. Uh, our goal is to not get endorsed by these people we're doing these things for because we want people to to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. I thought we'd start with some good. There's no there doesn't seem to be any bad or ugly with these guys. Uh, Terran, T E R E N. The this is TerranDesigns.com. TerranDesigns.com. They're made in the United States. They're out of Tennessee, I believe, is where they come from. Uh, just looking online, you know, typing in things like a lot of people, right? Fat guys need pants, right? Skinny jeans for dads, stuff like that. That you know, you've got to weed through all kinds of stuff. Then I started getting some, uh, started getting some leads from you know, like they'd show up. Uh, my kids will tell you I'm a horrible Instagram guy, right? I'm a the thing shows up on Facebook, Facebook ads, and I'm like, mm, that looks pretty cool. I've learned, got to do a little research into it. Um, but Terran, T-E-R-E-N is the company. It's at TerranDesigns.com. They're out of Tennessee. It's I think they make like four things. They make these lightweight travel pants. They make these daily driver pants. They now have a campfire puffy jacket. The reason they call it the campfire puffy jacket is you can wear it around the fire, and it's, not, it's burn resistant. Nice. Um, and then they have some T-shirts. I know they have that. Now, I will also say... Uh, I will also say uh, they're not cheap, right? These are not $29 pants. I mean, the lightweight travel pants are $129. The daily driver pants are $119. I've worn them once. They were really comfortable. The khaki pair tore in the washing machine. Uh, got them back. I've worn the black pair a couple times, and um, I like them. I yeah. mean, they're great for work. You can wear them with a pair of dress shoes, um, you can wear them with tennis shoes. They seem comfortable for sitting down, getting up, moving around, bending down, uh, doing the thing that almost makes you pass out every time. Tying your shoes, they seem to they seem to fit really good, really comfortably. So I would I would tell people they're worth looking into. Just remember, hand wash only. Hand wash only. Which is a you know that's not nothing. Well, and it's apparently you shouldn't have to like these pants are made to run through the water and hang up and they dry in a matter of minutes, right? They're not supposed to be. Yeah. If you're doing something in these pants that requires you to scrub them in the washing machine, that's a whole different segment that we should talk about because at our age, I don't think we should be doing that kind of, kind of thing. Yeah, a whole other problem. <laughs> so you got a whole other problem. <laughs> what you, any, any products that you've looked at Kevin in the last? <laughs> well, not really that I've looked at, but you know, again, in the spirit of this podcast, uh, I was at Target on Saturday, and my oldest, he, he texted me. He said, can you get me, can you pick me up something? I'm like, yeah, what is it? And uh, it was a whole eye-opening thing. Like, I know manscaping is a thing now, but the amount of products in the manscaping world, I had no idea. Crazy. And I'm walking around, and I can't find it. I can't bring myself to ask the attendant, do you have the ball toner <laughs> in the five-ounce bottle? Couldn't do it. So that that's not a, a, a necessary. I haven't tried it, so I don't know. But it was just an experience I had this weekend around products, and I'm like, so you're gonna sure. get into manscaping, Kim? Is that what you're saying to us? No, you're gonna become the no. The my kids are. They got the what do they call it? The the razor, the, oh, yeah. the weed whacker, or whatever. Oh, yeah. and, um, they're they've got all that taken care of. But I'm not down with any of that. I just bought some stuff from Doctor Sasquatch. Oh yeah. So another one of those ads that come across. Uh, bought some soaps and deodorants, 
And so uh, we'll talk next time about Dr. Sasquatch yeah. and that product, um, good, bad, and the ugly. That's, uh, you know, but that's what I, you know, we'll talk about more of this manscaping stuff. I think this is stuff that some of us are going to have to come to grips with with our kids. I mean, I, I grew up where you just got to make sure the stuff was clean. Apparently right. now you got to get fades and you got to get haircuts down there. And it just seems a little worrisome to me. One of those times I'm glad I'm old enough. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's asking or caring about that with me. Well, listen, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Dad Pod. Uh, hashtag we too. Let us know what content you want. Let us give us your feedback. Let us know how often you want to hear this stuff. Um, we're going to try to get more of this stuff. Kev, I don't know if we can figure out a way to maybe get like this website up when we're talking about it, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, uh, let's try to see if we can speed up the technology with what we're talking about. Yep. And uh, love to hear from you guys. Like I said, uh, Dad Pod, hashtag we too. Um, Kevin, what are some ways that people can get in touch with us if they want to? So right now we've, we definitely got, um, the podcast first and foremost, you'll be able to get that wherever you get podcasts. So Apple podcasts, Spotify, you name it, we'll be there. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, and the YouTube will be a visual version of the podcast. Like you might be watching now. And, uh, so those are the main ways right now we'll see down the road i don't know if tiktok's in our future probably not but you never know or what else is going to be around uh because who knows how long twitter's going to be around at this point right i feel you hopefully elon will keep it going yeah but on that front if people you know we want to get to wherever anybody is but we also don't want to waste anybody's time but if people feel like a, a formal website where they could submit questions and things we can move towards that uh so that's another place where people should let us know what they want uh, out of this and where they would come for that information, and that'll help dictate what we do. Till next time, thanks for joining the Dad Pod. Hashtag We Too. See you guys soon.